0: everything and change. change, that war too made you open your brain, open your, open your brain. Eric Vanek, is here so remember the name, remember the name, hey, hey. he got the waiver wire for the week, tell you who to start and who to you give a seat, see. dropping the podcast every week, uh-huh. you know the knowledge is elite, uh-huh. after the show we gon' hold a Lombardi. Lombardi, celebrating like we throwing a party. The party, this the blueprint and I know they gon' copy, cause my man, intros always go the hottest, cause this is America's game, What is up? Uh, welcome back to the Waver Wire podcast here for South Harmon. Week six, we're going to be going into here. Uh, pretty decent week five. We had some some little injuries here. We're going to go over here real quick. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty good week overall for everybody. Got through one of the first big bye weeks of week five. There were some pretty good teams on bye this week. So hopefully you advanced. Hopefully you did pretty good this week. Um you know, just want to remind you guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Vanek, NFL, uh, follow the shows podcast. Um, are on Twitter as well, at America's Game Pod. Uh, the South Harmon Twitter as well, at South Harmon FF. Uh, lots of good stuff going on over there. We give you pretty much all our, our articles, our podcasts. Everything is going to be posted on there every single week. Uh, Fizzle's posting extra stuff on there that's, you know, for engagement and stuff. It's doing really good as well. Uh, the South Harmon YouTube, if you guys want to watch these podcasts, at South Harmon FF on YouTube as well. Um, The America's Game podcast is on there, 4D Chess, the trade shows. Uh, We have some shorts that are on there too, all that good stuff that's all on there. So make sure you guys check that out. And also, um, every Sunday morning at noon Eastern, uh, we do the Start Sit Show on South Harmon as well on the YouTube. And that's live. We answer your questions live, so you guys can go ahead and post um, any of your Start Sit questions that you got. We'll be more than, more than happy to help you guys with your lineup decisions uh, for the week. So without, with that um, being said, let's look at the injuries here real quick. So the big ones, uh, Anthony Richardson, probably going to miss like a month so that's not good. Um, you know, Gardner Minshew, though, is more than capable of taking over there. So I'm, I'm fine with, you know, if you have to start some Gardner Minshew, I, I think that's totally okay. Uh, Daniel Jones hurt his neck again. Not sure if he's going to miss or not, but just something to monitor um, coming into this week here. And then Travis Kelsey. It sounds like he had a high ankle sprain. He was able to play through it the rest of the game. Not as much. Um he did miss some snaps here and there but you know you're going to have to monitor that on Kelsey this week if especially because they do play Thursday night if i am a betting man i'm going to say kelsey is probably 75% chance he misses and 25% chance he plays so i'm definitely putting kelsey on the more doubtful side especially that with the short week um and noah gray has already played for him once this year and and looked just fine so i think they could win and that's Denver, too. And Denver's been god-awful. So I think they can definitely win without um, Travis Kelsey this week. Uh, a couple other injuries that were that happened: Khalil Herbert, sounds like he's going to miss a month with a knee injury. Um, Zay Jones, he got re-injured in the uh, London game. Don't know if he's going to miss any time, but he'd miss the rest of the game. And then Tank Dell, he had a concussion. So... If that's you know true, it sounds like Tank Dell probably going to miss a week. Most of these concussion guys do miss at least one week. So just a little throw that out there for you guys. Uh, the bye weeks for this week six coming up is the Packers and the Steelers. Um, obviously, the Packers are playing tonight. So if any injuries happen tonight in the Packers Raiders game, remember this is getting recorded Monday evening before the game. So. If anything happens, Packers and Raiders tonight. That's what happens. Uh, you know, not gonna really have any takeaways from that. And then obviously the Steelers, uh, they kind of need a buy they, They're they're pretty banged up too. A Friar Muth hurt. Kenny Pickett's really banged up. Uh, maybe they get Deontay Johnson back here shortly too. So just wanted to bring that up uh, for bye weeks coming up. <clears throat> Quarterbacks for redraft this week So my three that I want to recommend Is first Is going to be Matt Stafford Against Arizona If he's available Matt Stafford Got Cooper Cup back this week Puka Nakua did really good All of those guys were really good And it's playing Arizona So Matt Stafford is like if he's out there available and your quarterbacks has a tough matchup or your guy's on a bye or whatever, Matt Stafford is definitely the guy I would be recommending this week. Uh, Gardner Minshew in a revenge game against the Jaguars. I could definitely see Minshew doing pretty good in that game. So I like Minshew as a guy. And I can't believe I'm recommending it, but he just had his best career game. And that was Desmond Ritter. Um, and he's going this week up against Washington at home. And look what Washington just Gave up to Justin Fields. So that would be why I am recommending uh, Ritter this week against Washington. Uh, just because Washington has played poorly the last couple weeks. And they're at home. Ritter's at home. He just had his best game. Maybe he's figured it out. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Dynasty quarterbacks I want to bring up. So obviously with Daniel Jones's injury that I mentioned, Tyrod Taylor becomes available. Um, hopefully we get some more news here. Shortly before your waivers tomorrow um, on on Wednesday, hopefully we get some news on Tuesday about what the status of Daniel Jones is going to be so you can make a more informed decision on Tyrod Taylor, how much money you would need to spend in your Dynasty Leagues on him. They are playing Buffalo, so it is a revenge game, but it is the Giants and that offensive line is the worst in the league right now, so I don't even know if I would want to even play Tyrod Taylor to be honest. Uh, and I also want to bring up Bailey Zappi. I mean, I, you know, I, a couple weeks ago on America's Game, I was touting up Mac Jones. And since then, he has played maybe the two worst games of his career. It's been bad for Mac Jones. Um, obviously, they're not blocking very well. The receivers aren't very good. They just don't have any weapons for Mac Jones. And <clears throat> they could be switching to Bailey Zappi at some point. I don't think they will, but... Wouldn't shock me, you know, but just want to bring Bailey Zappi's name on the radar that, hey, if, you know, if I can get him for a couple bucks and stash him on my roster and see what happens, that might be the best for you. Uh, Alright, now on to running backs for redraft. So, the first one up with, obviously, I mentioned earlier with the Khalil Herbert injury news. I want to bring up Roshan Johnson and Deontay Foreman. So, it sounds like Roshan. Um, he did get banged up a little bit, too. So did Travis Homer. Uh, Deontay Foreman was inactive, so it could be, hey, Deontay Foreman is going to take the bulk of the carries here. Roshan Johnson kind of stays in his same area, so I want to bring both of them up. Um, Foreman is probably on most waiver wires, so you can pick him up pretty cheaply. Um, Roshan Johnson, probably not on a lot of redraft radar uh, waiver wires, but... You know, hey, take a shot on Foreman if you have, you know, a free spot there. I don't mind picking up Deontay Foreman and kind of see what happens because the Bears are getting a little bit better here. Their offensive line is gelling. Uh, They're running the ball a little bit better. They're passing the ball a little bit better. So um, things are looking up for the Bears. Uh, Next one I want to bring up here is Justice Hill. Um, If he did get dropped, he did miss a couple um, games there. 39 snaps this week, 18 routes, four targets. He had seven for 32 on the ground, four for 13 receiving. Uh, He is the most explosive back right now that the Ravens have. Obviously, Keaton Mitchell did not come back this week, Uh, but Justice Hill is definitely the most explosive back that they have. Um, He did get more snaps this week than Gus Edwards. I don't know if that was more of the game situation and whatnot, but just want to bring up hey, Justice Hill. If you need a running back this week, that might not be terrible. Especially, they're going um, playing the London game against Tennessee. Not the greatest matchup in the world. uh, But Tennessee just did get slaughtered by Zach Moss. So, just wanted to bring up Justice Hill. Next guy up I'm going to talk about here is Chuba Hubbard. So, the second week in a row, he's played more snaps than Miles Sanders. Uh, We've seen the last two weeks that Miles Sanders has been hurt. He was on the Injury Report Limited pretty much all week. And then missed Friday two weeks ago um, and then played in the game wasn't very effective then this week he wasn't on the injury report um, for Friday going into the game but he's clearly still hurt Um, he's just not as explosive as he was but I just want to bring up Hubbard. He has been the most efficient back for the uh, Panthers so far, which isn't saying very much because the Panthers are pretty poopy right now too. Uh, He played 34 snaps, 17 rounds run, two targets, nine carries this week for Chuba Hubbard. If he happens to be out there, he could be somebody you could pick up. Uh, Next one I want to bring up, um, I actually didn't mention this in the injuries. I forgot was uh, James Conner did get a knee injury Not sure how long uh, James Conner could be out, but he was ruled out immediately uh, when he did get hurt. Uh, So Amare DiMercato stepped in, and Keontae Ingram was not available in this game either. Uh, But DiMercato played, and he did pretty good. 44 snaps, 24 routes run, 2 targets. He had 10 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown, 1 catch for 12 yards. So in a redraft league, if you're desperate for a running back body, even dynasty leagues of DiMercato still out there, De um, Mercado could be a, a really good pickup for you. Running backs for Dynasty I want to mention. So Eric Gray uh, seems like he may have uh, went over Gary Brightwell, who was kind of injured all week, didn't play. Uh, Matt Breida is Matt Breida. But Eric Gray played 30 snaps, which was the most of the running backs. Now this could have been just because it was a blowout game and they wanted to see what he did. I'm going to probably lean towards that, Uh, but Barkley seemed like he was sort of close this week. He was limited all week, but didn't play. Um, I could see Barkley coming back this week against Buffalo in a game where they would really need him, so this might be a moot point, but either way, Eric Gray, 30 snaps, 15 routes run, one target. Uh, He had 12 carries for 25 yards and one for one in the the, uh, pass game. Uh, Next up, Chris Brooks. So I wanted to bring him up because he was ahead of Solvent Ahmed this week, and Ahmed was not listed on the injury report uh, this week. So he was up above Ahmed. So the significance of this, though, is Jeff Wilson should be coming back here shortly this week, next week, who knows when. could that mean that Salvin Ahmed would be the cut here and Jeff Wilson would take his roster spot and, and maybe Chris Brooks is the one who stays around? So just wanted to mention that, that, hey, Chris Brooks, seems like he's over Salvin Ahmed right now. Next guy up I wanted to bring up was Jordan Mason. So he was pretty much the backup this week. Uh, Elijah Mitchell has been out with a knee injury, hasn't practiced for two weeks. Um, But Jordan Mason is above Tyrion Davis Price. Now this is all in garbage time against Dallas last night. So 13 snaps for Mason, 10 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown. So if Elijah Mitchell keeps missing time and Mason might get in there for some, some work at some point, Mason's not a terrible guy to have on your roster. Um, okay, wide receivers for redress. So I wanted to bring up the two Giants receivers, Wandale Robinson and Jalen Hyatt. So this week, um, I think the Giants finally figured out, hey, like, can we just stop playing Paris Campbell and Sterling Shepherd and all these guys? so they got their snaps significantly reduced and wandale and hyatt played uh the second and third most snaps on the team so wandale was second 48 snaps 67 percent, 24 routes run six targets yes he only had five catches for 18 yards on those targets um but just wanted to, to say that hey they're ramping up wandale now it sounds like He's getting back into a full complement of snaps now. He is their starting slot receiver, so I just wanted to bring that up for Wando. Jalen Hyatt, 33 snaps, 27 routes run. He did not have a target, though, but he did play more snaps than Hodgins, Shepard, and Campbell. Campbell only had played 16 snaps total. So I think the Giants are finally getting smart and saying, hey, let's play our young guys um, for right now. I think that's going to be the smart play for them. Uh, Next one's up for redraft that I want to bring up is Rasheed Rice and Kadarius Toney. Uh, So I have seen Rice probably isn't out there too much in redraft anymore, uh, but Kadarius Toney, they get dropped in a couple weeks. And these guys, you know, it's still that like seven-way wide receiver splits that the Chiefs are using, but Rasheed Rice and especially Kadarius Toney, are starting to get more and more involved. Like, Kadarius Tony is finally healthy, it seems like. Uh, he had, like, five or six targets this week. Rasheed Rice had a touchdown. Sky Moore is just awful. Like, he just can't get anything going. I'm, like, ready to drop him in all my redraft leagues. But just want to bring out Rasheed Rice, Kadarius Tony. If they're both out there in redraft, I think this is, might be the last time to get those guys. Uh, they've been playing really, uh, getting better and playing well. K.J. Osborne, another one I want to bring up. Um, I don't want to alarm too many people with Justin Jefferson leaving in the fourth quarter with maybe a hamstring injury. I Betting he probably misses a couple practices and then plays. Uh, But if... Jefferson sits K.J. Osborne 64 snaps 44 routes run 8 targets 5 for 49 Uh, K.J. Osborne and Addison would eat up all those targets then basically just wanted to bring up um, K.J. Osborne for some redraft Uh, dynasty wide receiver so these are for your deeper leagues um, so I want to bring up Tim Jones. Zay Jones, he got hurt again this week uh, with his knee. Not sure if he's going to miss any more time, but I'm guessing re-aggravated his knee. Parker Washington is hurt. Uh, Jamal Agnew was dealing with some injuries. He did come back and play. I still prefer Jamal Agnew over Tim Jones, but Tim Jones was pretty much the Zay Jones replacement this week when Zay Jones went out. So just want to mention Tim Jones. Um Kaderil Hodge, this is an interesting one. So he played 37 snaps, which was 48%, 19 routes run, one target for 11 yards. He took over for Mac Collins in one and two wide receiver sets. So that was an interesting note that he went over Mac Hollins this week so the Falcons really like Kaderil Hodge I know he's not producing anything but best ball in those super deep like 40 man roster leagues you could do worse than having a guy like Kaderil Hodge on your roster who's running those kind of routes playing those kinds of snaps uh, Kyle Phillips, so he just came back I mentioned him last week He played 14 snaps, ran a route on all of them um, In his first game back He didn't do anything with it I think he had one target, didn't do anything with it uh, But he played most of his slots from the, uh, Snaps from the slot So Phillips is going to be a guy That he's going to have to Work his way back in here probably the next couple weeks But as long as he can stay healthy um, I think Phillips could be you know, Kind of like your Adam Humphreys From back in the day like he could have a couple games he could have a couple duds uh next one up trenton irwin sixty two snaps seventy six percent forty two routes run ten targets eight for sixty so he was the t higgins replacement um t higgins i'm gonna sing he's gonna miss again this week uh because the Bengals are on a week seven bye. So I would assume that Higgins is not playing this week either. So if Trenton Irwin is out there and you need a wide receiver pretty badly, I don't think he's a terrible pickup at all this week. So Trenton Irwin probably be one of my favorite pickups if I need a receiver. Uh but hey, if there's injuries, you know, during the season, Jamar Chase, Higgins, Boyd, whoever, Trenton Irwin is the guy to pick up. So just kind of remember that. Put that in the back of your mind. Xavier Gibson, 20 snaps, seven routes run, and took over from Cole Hardman. Cole Hardman didn't play. Um, and Xavier Gibson, they like him a lot. He's been playing more. He's cutting into Randall Cobb's snaps. So I just want to say, the um, you know, Gibson's out there. And especially if you get return yards, that's a great pickup because Gibson is their return man as well. Um, he's already had the big touchdown on Monday night, week one. So you know what he can do there. He's an explosive athlete. Uh, next guy up. Brandon Powell for the Vikings. So uh, 22 snaps, 17 routes run, 6 targets, 4 for 43 for Brandon Powell. Um, I'm sure that had a little bit to do with Justin Jefferson and the Vikings throwing the ball a lot um, in the fourth quarter there. But Brandon Powell is basically their fourth receiver, and he's been getting a little bit more work. If there's ever injuries there, I think Brandon Powell is definitely a guy they trust. Um, He knows the playbook. He's a smart uh, veteran-type player. So I think he can be somebody that you could use. Uh, all right, tight ends for redraft. So Logan Thomas, this is going to be your last time to pick him up if he was available. 11 targets this week, 9 for 77, and a touchdown. This is, like I said, your last chance to grab Logan Thomas. I think Logan Thomas is going to definitely be a back-end Tight end one for the rest of the season So somebody that you're going to want to definitely Keep around on your teams Uh, Next guy up is going to be Noah Gray and that's just basically Hey, is Travis Kelsey going to miss This week? If Travis Kelsey Misses, then you know Where, you know, who to get Noah Gray, so you're going to kind of have to monitor that Situation, and the good thing is They play on Thursday night, like I said, so If you're in desperate need of a tight end And you want to take a shot at Noah Gray there you go. It's not a bad pickup at all. So I don't mind, uh, don't mind picking him up. Uh, next up, I'm going to bring up. Here is the tight ends for Dynasty. So, a uh, couple here for you. Andrew Ogletree, another guy I've mentioned quite a bit on here. He played the most snaps of any of the tight ends this week. Uh, Mo Ali Cox did get a concussion and leave. So Andrew Ogletree, uh, he played about 12 more snaps than uh, Kylan Granson did. So. He played 61% of the snaps, nine routes run, only had two targets. He caught both for 16 yards. And with Minshew out there, man, I really like Granson and Ogletree, but I like Ogletree better. I think he is their starting tight end, the one that I would trust. Um, so if Ogletree's out there, go ahead, pick him up. Uh, Foster Moreau. So he was the starter with Jawan Johnson out. It didn't mean much just because um, – You know the Saints just absolutely Pummeled New England Uh, 48 snaps 67% Of the snaps but he only had One catch for six yards but it was for a Touchdown so good on Foster Moreau uh, after a tough off season with the cancer diagnosis and all that. Uh, but just want to bring up Foster Moreau in these deep dynasty leagues. If he's out there and Jawan Johnson misses again, you could do worse than Foster Moreau, maybe falling into the end zone for you. Uh, next one I wanted to bring up was Connor Hayward for the Steelers. So, yes, we have Darnell Washington there. They pretty much split snaps. Uh, Hayward had 37 snaps, 56% of the snaps. 18 routes run, 4 targets, 3 catches for 23 yards. So in a really deep dynasty league or deep best ball league, uh, Connor Hayward could be somebody that you could pick up. But obviously, they're on a bye this week. Fryermuth could be back after the bye. Um, but hey, if, if Fryermuth misses again after the bye, Hayward could be somebody you can pick up. And maybe he gets a, you know, a big game here because it seems like Darnell Washington, they're using more as the blocker right now. Um, And then last but not least, our favorite segment of the week here, the Eric's What-the-Fuck-Are-We-Doing-Man segment, uh, sponsored by Dynasty Berry. Uh, Just only one this week. I mean, everyone, all the offenses and stuff have... Pretty much gotten their stuff together. Like, there's not too many like head banging decisions. Like, what are you guys doing? But the only one that I found again this week is Marvin Mims continues to be behind Brandon Johnson. Marvin Mims is clearly the most explosive wide receiver Denver has. He keeps playing like 20 snaps out of, like, whatever they run, like, 50, 60 snaps. Like, what are we doing? Get Brandon Johnson out of it. Like, I think Brandon Johnson's a solid player. Don't get me wrong. But Marvin Mims is, some of you drafted highly. He's the most explosive player you got. Jerry Judy just does not seem good. Cortland Sutton has had a decent start to the year, but I think with these guys coming back, like, he has kind of sunk down the list a little bit. Um, But, man, Marvin Mims, he needs to get the ball in his hands, and they need to get him... the ball so what are we doing there? let's get him the ball all right guys that is it for the week five or week six waiver show uh hopefully this helped you guys out a little bit this week um you know some some big stuff happening always with you know these bye weeks coming up thank god this week's only the packers and the steelers we only have to really deal with two teams uh but i think from like mostly here on out there's like one other week where there's two but there's a lot of four weeks, and then wait till we get to that. I think there's one or two weeks where we have six teams on by again. Uh, I think week nine is one of them, and that's one of the ones I'm dreading because that week is going to be brutal for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, that is it for this week, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL, at America's Game Pod as well. Follow the South Harmon Twitter at South Harmon FF, and then for next week, guys, we will see you. Have a good one.